In 2016, a couple of guys with too much spare time started fucking around. These men recorded themselves in an audio booth at a post house in the New York City underground. Today, with still way too much time on their hands, they make podcasts. If you like podcasts and have nothing better to do, and if you can download it, maybe you can listen to The Mike and Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Mike and Podcast. I am Mike Rainey. I am Pat Twist. With us tonight, who may or may not be heard from the entire podcast, is our good friend and spiritual advisor, Rob Vernola. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, man. Uh, a little backstory. We, we were, I've worked, we both worked with Rob. Yep. Over the course of the last 10 years. Sure. Um, doing all kinds of stuff. He's like the best editor in the business. He edited uh... like Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Best he, feels a little extreme, but, mm, you know. He didn't actually edit Saving Private Ryan. Right. But he's done a lot of... Did you edit Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. They didn't... They weren't going to include that beach scene. And uh, that was... I suggested that they uh, throw that in at the last Good call. Minute. The whole, uh, you know, really defines the movie. Riveting. You start, you know. Riveting. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, sometimes listener, um, editor to the stars, Rob Renola, is joining us uh, this evening. Um what do, what, what do we got on tap, Granny? What, what's, what are we, I was watching HBO the other day, and I was watching a movie that sure. was part of a larger franchise okay. that you and I both love. Mm. And I was beside myself because we've never actually addressed this series in a podcast. So I wanted to introduce the topic of the Die Hard saga. Our okay. thoughts, our hopes, yep. you know, like what we enjoy about it, what we don't like about it. I mean, there's not much to say negative about it except for – some obvious installments. But uh, if you want to start the timer, I'll, I'll, we're, we're going to do, do 15, 15 minutes. minutes on Die Hard 1 through 5. Um, Can I open up the discussion just asking you what is your ranking? What is your order? Uh, well, it's um, certainly one. Right. And here's where I, I waver a little. I used to be one, two, three, four, five. The, the order, release order. Uh, I, sure. Even in, as they all came out. In later years, I've grown to like With a Vengeance a little bit better than two. Right. Die harder. harder. <laughs> um, I think because now there are there there's less... How could the same thing happen? Like the the whole thing right. is like okay, I get it. You're, a year later, Die Harder takes place, like a year to the day, kind of. Or like sure. it's Christmas Eve, but now, but he's now at Dulles he's International now happily Airport, married again instead of Los Angeles. Right. And I, 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 don't get me wrong, I like Die Hard too. Right. I think I liked that. Like we took John McClane out of the entrapped scenario which sure. to the we still kind of had going in that airport even though they got on snowmobiles for a sure. while and even though they you know so i i, I think i'm gonna go i waver but i i think i like you know one three two four five that is correct okay that is the way that is the way you do like to me that is one three two four five and i only like with a vengeance better i think for the reason you mentioned because it is completely it's not – he's not trapped in anything. He's in New York City. He's got a new sidekick. You don't know why he's even there or how he got there. All you know is, like, he's suspended from the force. He's no longer with Holly. Reasons unexplained. And bizarrely enough, when I first saw it, I was kind of like, well, I wish I knew what happened with him and Holly. 
But, but they're not really advancing the story. He hints at it at the end. He's like, you know, uh, we got in a fight. I didn't call her back. Right. When he's talking to Sam Jackson. Zeus. By right, the way. Zeus. You know, totally. Um, great scenes in three. I mean, two also has some great, you know, narrowly escaped John McClane moments. Definitely. You know? I mean, the two and three are both. I mean, uh, what I, th- I think I enjoyed about two in the second one is that, um, uh, well, I guess you could argue he couldn't just leave it up to the cops or it wouldn't have gotten done. His wife would have died in sure. the airplane. But in the in two, it's almost like he could have left it up to the cops. He was in no physical danger. Sure. He was not going to die. You know, like he could have sat back and be like, "My wife's on that airplane" or whatever. Now he chose to 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 pony up and and right. Except that the cops were completely baffled and had no understanding of what truly was going on. Uh, Dennis Franz was the head of the, you know, airport police and was kind of like, ah, screw you, McLean. It's we know, Christmas! It's like, we know what's going on. Your, your New York City badge don't mean nothing around here. And they believed that for whatever reason there was no uh, malfeasance going on, that the dead body they found in the baggage uh, claim area was just, oh, somebody got caught in the baggage rig. We knew otherwise. We knew otherwise, and so that's why we're rooting for McLean. Is like, he needs to I tell even these. liked what's-his-name's appearance. Oh, uh, probably Powell. Will, will, oh, Powell, sure. Powell, Powell. He served as the. You know, uh, uh, he, he's there and he faxes him some information. He faxes the the dead body, you know, which is a right. nice return to, you know, I think we could have seen him again. Sure. And well, that in, was really legitimately just sort of like, we got to get Reggie Vell Johnson in yep. this thing. And it was another, you're touching on like McLean's fear of technology as well, where he's like, fax? What do they think of next? <laughs> he's faxing the things to LA. And in his mind, he's like, oh, this is so L.A. Like, how does this work? And, well, and uh, I mean, he, he that was certainly one of those things that one of the traits that started to disappear a little bit. Sure. As the movie progressed. Um, well, if we can stick on one for a second. Number one. Like, I want to talk I mean, about how do like, you? I mean, well, one's in my top ten. It's That's top, another top, top cast for another podcast for another time is our top it ten. It might be my like, top the, you know, one, there's, in all honesty. Like, yeah. uh, it's certainly up there. It's, uh, you know... Uh, what I've come to realize that over and Predator or McTiernan, how can you, uh, the, the, you know, McTiernan, right? Uh, you know, like at the top of his game, sure. Bruce Willis, I guess, the, the beginning of his game, it's as much top as at the top of his, the top game, of his game, but you're like, you know, like there's no I mean, we, we can... didn't know anything going in though who Bruce Willis was. He sure. was the guy from Moonlighting, and we totally. were like, well, whatever, who knows if he, you know, and it was like, wow, what a fucking great movie, right. like, yeah. what a like every, I mean, you know, rest in peace. Uh, uh, Hans Gruber. Oh, uh, sure. Alan Rickman. Rest uh, in peace, Rickman. Alexander Goodenough. A you lot know, of uh, yeah, yeah, dead yeah. actors and, uh, uh, <laughs> in the Die Hard movie. Uh, I mean, what a great... Well, to know, me, like when I look back and I was watching it, you know, again for the first time, and it occurred to me that what this movie has more than any other like action movie that copied it is the shit to cut away from that's not McLean. You know what I mean? He's in the building, but, you know, we can also cut to, like, Sergeant Powell doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, and then sure. we can cut to the dickhead Hans, newscaster. Hans, and then there's yeah, Hans Agent Johnson and Johnson. And yep. Then there's yeah, uh, Dwayne T. Robinson. All of the things they're cutting away to is interesting to watch. Sure. By two had you, that a little bit, too. Absolutely, two, yeah. You know, uh, it starts to go down a little bit in three where it's like, you know, I guess, you know. You're saving the kids from the school. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and there's, the, you know, but uh, – yeah, I mean, all the, I mean, you look back at one and it's filled with it's, character it, actors and totally. and that guy, you know, Robert right. Davi. Robert Davi Robert and Davi? the other guy who I don't uh, know his name, but like that whole sequence where they're in the in the chopper and the one guy's like, hey, it's like uh, fucking Saigon, hey, Slick. And the young guy's like, 
I was in junior high, dickhead. You know, like these are moments that you don't. You know, oh, Rick Dukeman, also dead. The Duke. You know, Rick shut Duke. it down. We should also shut do a it pod- down now. We should do a uh, podcast on the Die Hard curse. The, the, the people of Die Hards that have died. Uh, All the dead Die Hard I, actors. I gotta say, uh, I I would have liked to have seen Bonnie Bedelia or heard. Bonnie Bedelia in the third one. Sure. You make reference to her. You couldn't yeah. get her. You couldn't I think you hear a, a voice in the phone being like, John, I, John. I, I thought, it, oh, you're right. I thought when he called someone, and I could be wrong, but he called and like he got the babysitter or something. All right. And he the, the babysitter went to go get Holly. Right. And while he's sitting there waiting for Holly sure. to come to the phone, he, he figures out that the aspirins are it's from Canada. Nord, Nord Delights. And, you know. <laughs> is what it says in the bottom and of the aspirin. So he had to, you know, and he runs away. Right. And by then, you, you're right. I think you'd hear, John, 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 John. What happened? <laughs> are you there? That's and, a weird thing. Uh, <clears throat> but so that, to me, like, so you've got the meanwhiles that you can cut to. I think Zeus was an interesting character. And like all the other, the early ones, you've also got John McClane, Ingenuity, figuring shit out. There's always these tight scrapes that he's in, whether he's on the top of a building, tying a hose around him to jump off, or if he's in an airplane and there's grenades and he's like, oh, what am I going to do? I'll get into the ejector seat and eject oh, myself. Great like, these are great. The grenades are just pop, like popping into, the, into the, the cockpit of that airplane, and he's doing everything in his power to get that fucking seatbelt. Yeah. Like you, the visible, it was like maybe one of the last times Bruce Willis actually acted. And, <laughs> and, and, I'll check was, that, but it may, it may be. He's terrified because right. – how long do you have on military grenades? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, 10 I'm going to guess. 12, I'll, 12, I'll, we'll time that scene and we'll know and for sure. And he's just like, and he he gets, you know, John McClane style just in the nick of time. Sure. And that is the out of there and, hallmark of like every movie. You need him to figure some shit out where you're like, oh, you're not just some dumbass cop. You're a guy who can, you know, within seconds figure out. He's the, the part of the charm of McLean is that he's not some special forces fucking totally. Green Beret Rambo unit right. guy. He's a fucking cop yeah, yeah. who is using his street smarts or his ingenuity or his uh, it just just you know cl- you know straight up <clears throat> intelligence yeah. to get well, himself it, out of a situation. He's not ever the perfect man right. to to solve this situation. Uh, elevator scene in with a vengeance. When he's in the elevator and he's kind of looking around, he's like, oh, sure. this might be terrorists here. And he's like, you guys see the lottery number? And all of them are like, they have no idea what he's talking about. And it's in that moment, you're like, oh, shit, he's using the lottery to identify these guys as not cops. And then bloodbath, of course, in the elevator. John McClane wins again. I mean, we can also, I, I mean, who, oh, with the vengeance was Jeremy Irons. Correct. Two was William Sadler and that big black guy. John Amos. John Amos. Yeah. They were kind he's of the guy, spoiler as alert. As far as I'm concerned, he's bad at the end. He went from good times, he stopped over at Coming to America, and then <laughs> Die Hard 2. McDowell's. And that's oh, all he I know. Was, he, made a, he made a great stop in Beastmaster as well. Excellent call. That's why we got Bernola here tonight. Excellent call. Good well job. Do- good call. Thank you. Well done, Robert. Well <laughs> done, Robert. Uh, but I think we could also agree that you're never going to get a villain better than Hans Gruber. We did, never. We did, you know, super villains right. podcasts. And like we talked, you know, like I, you know, whether it's. Alan, I mean, Alan Rickman's a great, he's great as Snape. He's sure. great as as uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. But sure. he was like, you know, I'd never seen him certainly before. I don't the know if anyone's ever seen him. First time I ever saw Alan Hard, Rickman. You know, and his accent, his, you know, like, yeah. uh, what was it you said earlier, McLean? Yippee-ki-yay. 
motherfucker. <laughs> he doesn't even say it right. <laughs> he doesn't even. You're still like, what a badass. Yeah. What do you know? Um, or we'll we'll be on the beach collecting fifty percent or fifteen percent. Right. Yeah. You know, that's another just, like the the crew of villains too, like oh. the safe cracker guy. What was it? Do you remember safe cracker guy's ah, name? Ah man, shit. I'm gonna you remember the, the limo driver? Oh, the Argyle. Okay. Argyle was great, too, because every now and again, the movie just cut back to Argyle. Funny. And at first, he doesn't even know there's anything wrong. He's drinking. He's talking to his lady on the phone, um, being like, oh, my boss thinks I'm on my way to Vegas. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, excellent. A little bit of trivia for you. Um, <clears throat> when we first see Argyle, <clears throat> um, there's two times that he calls down. Uh, uh, once he's like, hey, I'm, I'm you know. Argyle's waiting in the in the basement, right, or the of the basement or whatever. Right. The, he the wants he wants to find if McLean's like, going to go home with his lady. You know, so John calls. He's like, hey, you know, like, and he's listening to a song that happens to be, um, uh, there's no, uh, I don't even know if you hear the lyrics for it, but it's it's Stevie Wonder's sure. Skeletons. Uh, I don't know if it's the, the I don't know if the name of the song is Skeletons in Your Closet, but it's down 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 and when john mcclain calls back a half an hour later that song is still playing in the car so he doesn't even have it on shuffle or whatever he's doing back then he's just got that on repeat and you're like he's been listening to that song for like a half an hour because it's that badass or it's that you know he's sitting next to the big stuffed animal right isn't he like drinking argyle's drinking with like whatever stuffed animal well he's got the animal that McLean was going to bring to, to, to Holly or whoever, yeah. you know. Um, it's great. Uh, yeah. Filled so, with anywhere you look in that movie, there's something, you know, a feast for a, the eyes. A very know? tight everything. You know, from, from beginning to end, there isn't a lot of fat in that movie. You totally. can cut out and, yeah. you know. And two even two. I, and I, I, I can understand people's – like I was talking to a friend of mine who, truth be told, he's – no, 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 no names, but he's no movie aficionado, certainly. But he's like, okay. I didn't even know. He's like, I'd never even seen. I didn't even know there was a Die Hard 3. Or like, he's like, so I didn't he thought know they went straight from Vengeance. two to four. He didn't, he had no <laughs> idea. He'd never seen it. I'm like, well, that's your own fault. I don't totally. know where the hell you were in 1995. It's a major release. Or whatever the yeah, hell yeah. it was. It was you probably know, 96 but like, or 7, I think. You know, uh, might have been. I saw it in college. I, don't um, I saw my senior year in college. I was graduating in 95. So I'm guessing like a little trivia, I... There was in the in the Carousel Center Mall in Syracuse, where I saw Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, what there was the poster in this giant frame was like someone had tried to yank it off the wall, and they'd gotten like three of the screws out of the four, and then either been chased off by mall security or whatever. And I came out of the 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 the, the movie with the girl I was dating at the time, and I was like. Go hold the fire escape door open. You went McLean on this shit. She went, hold the fire escape door open. I went up and I was like, ripped it right off and ran down the, like, you remember, you, Rob went to Syracuse. Yes. That the, Syracuse, was... the movie theater's like on the fifth floor yes. of the mall. And I ran down four flights of fire escape steps out into the back where like the, the like the, the dumpsters are or yeah. whatever. And to this day, I still have the, that poster I was able to get it open later because it's literally one of those sure. things that locks. You put the poster back in it, you close it so assholes like me don't steal the poster. Yeah. I stole the whole fucking frame. That was also the night your girlfriend broke up with you. No, no, no. That was, <laughs> that was, that really, was later. That seems like that would no, be the that, night. That was, that, uh, was, that was by that, far not one of the many things that, that you broke up with That was about. just the tip uh, of the iceberg. Die Hard 4. Uh, right. Well, I'm glad <laughs> no. Rob brought it up actually yeah. because <laughs> Die Hard 4, I watched again recently. And I'm not kidding, man. 
it's pretty good. Like it's not as shitty. And I, and I'm going to say this already that the existence of Die Hard Five makes Die Hard Four like extremely much better. But trying to be objective, it still has. It doesn't have the meanwhiles that we talked about, but it still has the McLean. You're with yeah, you're with McLean the, almost the entire almost movie. the entire time. But you are getting. He's like, all right, well, how am I gonna? You know, figure I, like I said, I suspect the person on the other end of this walkie-talkie might not be an actual cop. So he's like, "Hey, you guys having trouble with those two fourteens all over the place?" And she's like, "Uh, yeah, it's been a crazy day." He's like, "Oh, you're having a problem with a bunch of naked people running around? Come on, put a real fucking cop on the phone or whatever." You know, bam. It's just, you're like, "Bam, McClam, he's got." It. And they cut back to Maggie Q, and she's like, "Oh, this Irish flatfoot just fucking got me." Mm-hmm. And Timothy Oliphant is like, "Oh, this guy's no dummy here." Well, and Oliphant, they, I feel like they could have gotten a, a much better villain. Sure. And, and I, I like – here's the thing. I like Timothy Oliphant. I love the show Justified. Sure. But in all the charismatic villains you've gotten, right. you know, so far, you know, I mean, and they did a great job. So, well, you know, William Sadler's a good villain. Sure. You know, Jeremy Irons, you know, uh, Alan Rickman. But, like, all of a sudden you get Maggie Q. Right. Who's badass, though. There's a lot of good fight. There's a great elevator yeah. shaft fight scene with Maggie Q. <coughs> uh, that true. you're, again, truly in suspense. Well – How's B. Willie's Here's the thing that also I the think, crazy parkour guy. Um, by four, the McLean character has elevated slightly to um, – that's a timer. I knew we weren't going to go with no, 15 we're, minutes. We're only so on we're part not, four we're, now, so we got to reset that we're shit. Gonna, we're going to – you know, uh, I'm going to put an indiscriminate amount of time on here that none of you listeners don't, are going to know. I don't even want to know uh, what it is. Uh, while, we can, while we continue. Um, in four at one point – He's surfing on the wing of a fighter jet. Sure. Which is very un-McLean if you think about, like, the normal situations the guy's is been it in before. Well, I think it's— I mean, let's look at part I mean, two. He's on the wing of a plane fighting a guy. Right, but it's a big plane and it's just it's not taken a fighter off. Jet, but he's—I'm he's, just at, saying the plane on a, on a wing of a plane is not unprecedented. Sure, it's, it's a small literally leap. seen it before. <laughs> literally <laughs> seen it before. Uh, but I, I think his 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 superhero ness, sure, um, or his his indestructibility, or his right. non every or his every manness is, is is beginning to diminish a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't have a problem with that. I like I don't mind characters evolving over the course of a series. Um, it doesn't happen a lot, right? In a lot of movies, I mean it. it the Pink Panther movies went from Peter Sellers being kind of a uh, little, uh, you know, not the smartest detective to by five movies in, he's a complete buffoon. Sure. Like he's a com- right. utter, utter fool. Yeah. And the the the, the de-evolution of, of, of um, Inspector Clouseau is part of what makes that funny too. Suddenly, I mean, the first two movies, he didn't have any disguises. He didn't have any gadgets or, you know, or, or you know, but by five movies, hunt for the, you know, search for the pink, but whatever, you're, you're, you're so, you're like, now he's become that. Whereas I feel like they were slowly, uh, McLean was becoming just because of the fact that he was in so many recurring sure, situations and- that you're like, okay. He's not just an everyman anymore because right. so, he's done this, he's done this, he's done this. Four winds up being the first time that they really diverted from the theme of Die Hard where you're sort of like, oh, this is now a different tonally. tonally Refresh my memory what, why he's doing what he's doing. Why uh, is he involved in getting Justin he, Long? He needs to pick a, He's He just happens to be the closest. He went up to the 
college town that his daughter lived in. Right. And he just happened to be the closest cop to where Justin Long lived. And he's kind of like, oh, I don't know. Come on. Don't you have some beat cop to do this shit? And they're like, oh, we're spared a little Finn McLean. He's like, God damn it. I'll go pick okay. up this kid. And of course, as soon as he gets there, he's like, things are not what they seem. Sure. And he's got to rescue Justin Long. And you know, uh, you get a nice little cameo by Kevin Smith. Sure. In three. Yeah, the Warlock. I'm um, oh, sorry, four. Uh, I, li- I mean, I like four. It's I a like good movie. The- I, I should say it's not good, but it's definitely not anywhere near as bad as I thought it was. No, it's, it's, it's worth a rewatch. I mean, as we've said, five makes four well, look like yeah. a masterpiece. Let's get in there. Now, a little trivia for the viewer, uh, listener rather, Twist and I, when Die Hard 5 came out, uh, Regal Cinemas was running a thing oh, where they were going to show great day. All five, well, all four diehards, and then the new one in the same day. So we took a day off work. We skipped work. It was like twenty five bucks for the whole day, which was like uh-huh. amazing, you know. And I remember we were like, let's get there early, and like we showed up and we're kind of like we got to the theater to pick our seats. Ten people, like yeah, like, I feel like ten might be in generous. every one of the movies. Yeah, there was like we, there was pretty. There was much, no jockeying for seats. There yeah, was no. We no, had we got whatever. One of the theater. We chose a different seat each movie. It was insane, you know. But we were like, we, we loved the franchise, and it was uh So we, at first, I thought maybe by the time five came on, we'd been fatigued by sitting there watching so many Die Hard movies. So maybe we weren't judging it properly. But I've since watched it again. It's truly an abomination. It's like not even a bad. Die, it's just a bad movie, straight up, like. I mean, firstly, it's it's the only occasion where he enters a scenario willingly. Like at the narratively, it's like at the beginning of the movie, he's like, "I'm going sure. to Russia, and I'm going to well, say I'm doing he, this on he purpose." He's going back. He's going to Russia, though. I mean, here, here's the thing. Also, like his son suddenly, his son's a CIA a guy. CIA agent. But undercover, they yeah. think he's bad, right? Isn't like the son. They think he's bad. They think he's turned, right? And they think like everything about. I couldn't even tell you who the. I can't even tell you who the bad guys are. I don't even know. It, it winds up being that a Russian dude, the girls that he's trying to save's father. No, he's trying to save the scientist Russian guy, and then the scientist Russian guy turns out to be the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is I'd even forgot. Like there's no, the, there's not a single scene I can think of that I can remember being great. There's not a single character that I can be like, you know, and, and even like Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Fuck that guy. Now, by at one the way. point, even in the movie, like when Jai Courtney's not, he's hurt. McLean's kind of like, you need a hug, and Jai Courtney's like, we're not a hugging family, and McLean's like, you got that right. And I'm thinking to myself, I've seen him hug people in almost every movie. <laughs> I've seen him hug Al Powell. I've seen him hug his daughter. I've seen him hug Bonnie Bedelia. <laughs> this guy hugs in every movie, and all of a sudden, we're not a hugging family. Something happened. Something happened. Between we're like McClane, three and five. Yeah, he's not afraid of heights no anymore, more and hugging. he's not a hugging guy. <laughs> there's two major things have occurred. Um, what do we know Jai Courtney from? Like, is there something uh, that he when was the guy Captain from Boomerang in the, uh, uh, what is that? Oh, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Well, which no, I, before that, like. I'm saying, oh, well, I know him from that. What did, he was in, do we have any uh, reason know. to know him before he Die Hard 5? He was in 5? Die Hard 5, oh, before that. Uh, or was he just like Sam Worthington? <laughs> I'm just the guy that's I in this next movie. I think he was in movie. something. He must have been in something. He must have been, uh, you know. Um, I know he's in the Insurgent series. Who? The Insurgent, the... Uh, he's in it? Divergent, Insurgent. It was oh. after Die Hard 5. Yeah, yeah. He's, I had no idea. I've not seen any of those movies. Yeah. That's with that girl. That's with that girl. Shailene Woodley. Yes. I yeah. think she's it's pretty. based on some books. Did they not finish that series? Is that one of the series where they're like, well, we just kind of died out. We're going to make one that's a TV they're, movie now or something. Yeah, they're going to TV and Shailene Woodley's kind of like, this is some horse shit right here. <laughs> I thought I signed on for some shit and you want to go on TV. And, and now you're going to make me. Then, but then the world is kind of like, yeah, but you thought this was going to be Hunger Games and it's not. Yeah, and we're a couple of movies in and you're, you're just not pulling a chain. Yeah, so maybe you go to TV or 
you know, we get recast. the fuck out of here. Or get the fuck out. <laughs> Jai Courtney, meanwhile, was like, all right, TV, let's do it. I'll do it. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm in. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's McLean's, the best part of Die Hard. It's not, what is it? It's live Free or Die Hard is live the fourth. Live Free or Die Hard. No, is the fourth. What is the? A Good Day to Die a Hard. A Good Day to Die Hard. Um, you know what, by the way, if and when they ever do a number six, they should call it Old Habits Die Hard. Right, the fact that they haven't yet. Is, is foolish. Yeah. But they didn't ask You me. know what they're doing No one for came the to me one. and was like, well, you know. You know what's I, up. I do know what's up. I also feel like it's one of those things that like, isn't actually even happening. They so said the, it right after. You can. It's going to be Die Hard Year One, and we'll focus on an early, younger, younger actor playing John McClane in one of his first police adventures. I guess, which to me defeats the entire purpose of. Like, to I me, heard they were going to be bookending it, right? With we'll scenes old, from old Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis in the beginning and the end, and I'm, I've got about as much interest as I did in. I've got less interest than I did in. Do you in, think we'll see it anyway, though? I do not. Oh, do yes, sure. <laughs> you think we'll go to see it when it comes <laughs> out. All yes. I'm like as I'm talking about it, I'm like, eh. I don't think it's going to actually come out. I think okay. something else will. I think in a few more years they're just going to pony up and be like, let's just give Bruce Willis fucking fifteen million dollars and have him be the star, right? Instead of being like, we're going to try and reboot it with a younger thing, but right, because there shouldn't have really been many adventures pre Nakatomi for John McClane. He's just a cop. He's just a cop. He I mean, isn't like. Shit- the best cop in, in, in New York City. I mean, he, he alludes, even like he does allude to not being able to move to L.A. because of, all oh, I got a backlog of New York City scumbags I got to put in. But that's like normal cop shit. What, you know, you and I have talked about how 16 Blocks oh, yeah, dude. is a better Die Hard movie yeah. than maybe 4 and 5. Definitely better than 5. Definitely better it than 5. It might be better than 4. 16 Blocks is is Die Hard done right. It's like he's being, I don't remember that with a, you know, like I don't remember the character's name in them, but he's, He's exactly what John McClane would be totally. after all the shit he went yeah. through, and now I'm back to my New York job, and I, I, I'm right. a fucking he's an, detective. He's a I'm degenerate. Shitty, if you, you know. haven't out there seen 16 Blocks, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, it's a really good movie. Most deaf before he stopped acting and became sure. whatever. He changed his name to, like, you know, Yusuf somebody or other, you know. Right. Uh, but um, – in a great role. I even yeah. like that. You know, like, that's a good movie. Richard, one of Richard, Richard Donner's last. It's, it is his last Is movie. it? Okay. So he is not, I mean, that guy's 90-something years sure. old now. But um, uh, I want to jump back for a second. One of the, the best part about um, A Good Day to Die Hard, a.k.a. Die Hard 5. The credits. Uh, well, they're not, you know, uh, I was going to say the poster, which is just, just says, it's, it's words kind of. Translumine, you can see the words, and there's a giant picture of McLean's head, and it just says, Yippee Kaye, Mother Russia. It's a good tagline. You're and right. you're like, yeah. Oh, that's like, all right, I'm, I'm in. You I'm know in. what? You're in here for whatever yeah. reason. McLean's going to Russia, going to Russia, and even in the trailer for it, you know, the, 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 you should go back and check out the trailer sometime sure. for it because they don't reveal what the movie is or who's in it. For the first 20, 30 seconds, you hear some talking, you see some guy's feet in an yeah, elevator, yeah, totally. then you see a gun, they cut back to someone else, and then you hear like, da, 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 da. and then they cut to you, finally the reveal yeah. of of John McClane with a gun, I believe he is even at that point standing next to his son, sure. and is like, you're like, oh, oh shit, it's a like, movie. we're yeah. bringing back, you know. Totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
You could well, argue that's a tough that one. it's it's uh, you know I don't even know if you hear him say Yippee Kaye motherfucker in the last I know in part four it's obscured by the gunshot by the gunshot because it was PG thirteen and then I forget. there is an R rated version of it right I have it on DVD like where he says the F word and is a little more violent yeah um but in the he must it was rated I know he says it before he drops the truck out of the helicopter and then the guy gets caught in the you know rear right blades of the helicopter. He, he, he says something like, the things we do for our kids. And then he randomly was like, yippee ki And then I think you hear an explosion instead of hearing the motherfucker again. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Like, I've only seen that movie one and a half times. Sure. I've seen I it saw two full times and maybe The half time was, half. On, was on cable, you know, a year or two later. And I, was, I remember being so angry. You hate watched it. Yeah, uh, you know, like I'm not like you in Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, <laughs> where it's like, dude, stop watching. I can't how many stop times watching. Did, how many times have you watched that movie? I've watched it like 17 times. <laughs> it's like, That's can't stop. like 15 too many. I wake my wife up and I'm like, baby, this movie's ridiculous. She's like, just turn it off, man. Like nobody's making it. I can't help it. Uh. We'll do a, another session on that at some point. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> All right. Rob well, was emotioning oh, that he let you know. You, you enjoy mean, that? You mean like Batman versus Superman? You mean oh. You enjoy I, it? You know, it, okay. it's, oh, yeah. it's, you really like it or you just kind of like it? I like it more every time I see it. Wow. So you're talking grainy. Yeah. We will. We'll, I don't know if he's liking it every more, but he's definitely watching it. He I'm definitely to watching watch it. it. Yeah. I keep watching it. But um, I like it the same each time. Uh, absolute distaste. Did you see Wonder Woman? I did. Real quick. I did. Did you watch Dawn of Justice after you saw Wonder Woman? I did not. Is that going to be the. The Wonder Woman scenes are much better. After after seeing Wonder Woman, interesting. Wonder yeah, Woman was good. Really good. That's a good movie. Yeah, you know, there's nothing to do with Die Hard, <laughs> but it was still a, sorry. But no, no, but no, still, no, but that's but it's still a good movie. And, you know, progression. I, I saw it actually in <clears throat> in LA. I was in LA for work a couple weeks ago, and I saw it at the Dome Theater, which is famous movie theater. On like, it's basically imagine um, the um, Planet Ziegfeld, but you're in a dome. And the screen actually even kind of is like maybe a quarter of a circle, you know, like uh, it's not up on the wall or on the ceiling or anything, but the theater is so huge. It was the perfect way to see a movie. Um, uh, <clears throat> again, nothing to do with Die Hard. Sure. But, uh, you know. Well, to that way, The so, problem is that like I don't think – I think the, the, it's the law of diminishing returns certainly in, this, in, in the Die Hard movies. Each one has made less than the one before sure. it. And to the point where now they could argue, you know what, it isn't worth us to pay Bruce Willis for one. Sam Wiseman, did Sam Wiseman, did he do? Len Wiseman, Len did, Wiseman four. did four. And some dude I think named Robert Moore. Did Don't even know who the did The only five. other thing yeah. he did was Behind Enemy Lines. Maybe not the only thing, but it was a movie that he that did. That wasn't an awful movie, though. Sure. With uh, uh, Owen Crooked Wilson Nose, and, Owen Wilson. Yeah. That was actually not a bad movie. It doesn't mean, you know. He's, he's make, uh, one for two. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's a one for know. two. Uh, I get, you know, I just, I wish, I, I, I don't want the Die Hard series to end right. with, with, with five. Like, sure. This, this cast session, it's, it's actually kind of depressed me a little bit. I feel like I'm like sad because I, you know, the Die Hard was the most amazing movie I'd seen. Granted, I was 13 years old. I saw it at Drive-In. Really? And had no idea. I saw The Burbs and Die Hard back to back. We went there to see uh, The Burbs. And for whatever reason, we stayed. That's what you do at Drive-Ins. You like, you're like, you know. 
uh, we stayed for Die Hard, and none of us knew even what the movie was. Like, I don't know, whatever, whenever it came out, however, you know, I was probably a freshman in high school when Die Hard came out. Um, maybe a sophomore, so that would put me at, like, in 89, 88 or sure. something. But, like, I was certainly not driving yet myself, and I remember going in my friend Andy Clovis's car, and he, we, you know, we saw the movie, you know, and we laughed at, at the burbs, as you would. Sure. And then... I remember being blown away, like being like, Holy "Oh, shit, dude, this movie that we just like decided to stick around for is probably, no doubt, or not even really probably, is, is a far better movie than The Burbs." And don't get me wrong, I love The sure, Burbs, that's, you know, but as movies go, you know, like I was watching hit history. I was literally, sure. you know, like, and and it, the, the first Bruce movie Willis spawned. We've talked about this. It spawned. Other movies Copycats. with Die Hard on a bus, right. Die, Die Hard on a boat, boat. With Die Seagal Hard at a hockey arena, my grandma's basement, totally. Whatever the, you know, I didn't see that one, but yeah, I, I did. Like, that one was a you know, uh, straight to DVD. Straight to DVD. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, uh, okay. So this is this has unfortunately like the Die Hard saga. It's got a little depressing here. Uh, so we're gonna end on you know who knows maybe the next one will be better. Maybe the young guy they get will be a good, you know, it could surprise us. So here's hoping it does. Um, we're going to end this, uh, this, this cast tonight with a new feature that we're going to do every once in a while called um, Listener Mail. Listener? I just came up with it, the title for it right that then. That is a great title. We didn't even talk about it. That is a great title. Listener Mail. Listener Mail. And I'm going to mail read listeners. an email that we've received that was sent to themikeandpatcast at gmail.com. Please email us with your ideas, thoughts, insults, criticisms. We've got a couple of rabid fans, which I means, uh, which I should say it means they've emailed us more than once. That's rabid. You know, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the email hasn't been up and running for that long. So no. If you uh, do multiple but, emails. Um, it's... Uh, so this, this email is coming from uh, David Cole. Listener David Cole, he says, Dear Sir or Madam, I am an avid listener of your podcast show. I have a few suggestions for show topics that might be of interest to you. One, true crime. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, yeah? That Is might it? get more depressing than Die Hard. True. You know? I mean, I wanted to, uh, right, I mean. We're not criminologists. So no, I, I'm not, certainly. I'm not. Robert? Not yet. <laughs> Time travel films and oh, okay. their respective rules of time travel. I'm into that. I definitely am into that. I could see that one happening maybe even later tonight. Totally. If you recorded maybe it already now. has happened. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know Good it. Good call. Who will uh, we be? Three, Gilbert Gottfried's body of work with special guest Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. We can see if we can book him. Um, if not, we could easily do we could just talk Gilbert Gottfried yeah. po- podcast. It's be a shorty. Him. Funny then – Offensive now. Oh. 80s movies that would be picketed today and are crazy offensive when you think about it. Sure. I, a bunch come to mind already. Yeah, but, yeah, you yeah know. definitely. That's a good topic. Hot button. Mickey Rourke. That's just Mickey Rourke. He's a big – I happen to know this David Cole fellow. Okay. He's a rabid Mickey Rourke fan. Interesting. And, you if know, we do, you could uh, argue back in the diner days and even after that, like before well, he became weird-faced – Plastic surgery, drug, weird dude. I will was, invite, if you don't mind, I'm going to invite David Cole to join us for a Mickey Rourke podcast. I think let's do it. Hop, hop let's, if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this right now, David Cole, yeah. 
Um, Come on the mic you're and invited. And you can lead for, the discussion. For we, and if, if at, the, at the very least, maybe we can have you call in. Or right. we can put you on speakerphone. You can talk. You know, I've you don't have to actually. About Mickey I like that. that Let's share. you know. Yeah. Okay. The open invite to Dave Cole. Nineteen eighties Chevy Chase. This is the, actually it's a sentence, which is the topic. Nineteen eighties Chevy Chase was amazing and maybe the funniest man on planet Earth at that time. Right. Certainly could, a good well. You up for debate. Dovetail just, that know. into nineteen nineties Adam Sandler. You know, sure. Just a okay. decade or just the yeah, decade. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, I like it. Sort of. And the early gross-out movies of Peter Jackson. Like Which I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of them. Right. Yeah, Brain Dead, um, uh, Dead Alive, Dead Alive, Meet, Meet the Phoebes, the Phoebes? Uh, Meet the Feebles, Meet the Feebles. But I think Brain Dead is Dead Alive. Oh, sorry. It was just one is just the American title, I believe. I think they see, are the same movie. If... And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, um, uh, I'm, I'm spacing on my, uh, on my Peter Jackson early gross-out movie knowledge, but I think it is the same movie. The Frighteners. Just... Oh, I like the Frighteners. Frighteners is a good movie. I like the Frighteners. I like. Uh, definitely do a. Non... I even like the one where the two girls kill the 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 uh... beautiful creatures. Yeah, and they're, that's not even that non, much of a gross-out. Like out. a total non-Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson. Sure, because we can even do. We can just Peter Jackson. Yeah, totally. We can talk about. I'm not inviting David Cole to this one though. Yeah, David's not invited to the Peter <laughs> just Jackson. Just to be one. clear, fair enough. Thank you for your attention to this matter. Best regards, DEC. Great topics. Thank you. Well, listen, you. thank you, David Cole. With yeah. the, first of all, thanks for writing in. Absolutely. And thank you for your suggestions. We're going to take you up on um, one or a couple of those right. at a later date. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, this has been a, a, yeah. a, a good a good sesh tonight. That's um, it, yeah. Thank you for uh, tuning in and listening uh, to the Mike and Podcast. Once again, you can email us at themikeandpatcast at gmail.com. With your questions, criticisms, comments, what have you. And uh, thanks for listening and have a good night. I'm Pat Twist and uh, uh, we'll see you next time.